Hello everyone and welcome to The Psychic Shack. I'm your host Michelle and I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. You guys hit us up on Facebook, Psychic Shack Podcast and also Intuitive Tarot Read is also our Facebook account. And I'd like to thank Ryan for doing our daily posts. Appreciate you Ryan, thank you. And this episode we're doing something a little different normally i'm the person who is out and about doing interviews and someone wanted to interview me and uh they wanted to remain anonymous and that's fine but and i thought it was odd and i i was kind of apprehensive because i you know i'm not really comfortable talking about myself but then a question was asked of me in reference to some of the procedure that um, that I go through as far as psychic mediumship is concerned. And so the more I thought about it, the more sense it started to make to me, whereas I never really um, had an opportunity to explain it because I'm in teaching, I'm normally doing like tarot or um, psychism from the viewpoint of the, the textbook delivery, but no one's really asked me about, you know, how do I do it? So anyway... Um, I thought to myself, yeah, sure, why not? So I'll subject myself to this uh, discomfort for my audience. <laughs> and so um, so we're going to start the interview. And this interview is basically, um, it's about some of the intricacies of being a psychic medium. How are you, ma'am? I'm well. How are you? I'm nervous because <laughs> I'm normally the one... And, Asking the question. Look, I'm getting all tongue-tied right now. My voice is cracking. You're in the hot seat. I am in the hot seat. So uh, how are you going to torture me today? <laughs> well, my first question is that um, it did come to my attention that you were a psychic medium, and I'm very curious about that, as I, I'm sure a lot of people are curious. Um, my curiosity is basically questions. My first question would be, when you are with a client and you're doing a read for them, um, how do you distinguish whether it's a psychic read or it's a mediumship read? Is Do you get information in your head? Do you see images? How does this process work for you inside? Well, yeah, that's a, that is a, it's a layered um, response to a question because there, there's a lot of things going on. So I guess um, the tool I use predominantly is uh, tarot cards and I guess to answer the question directly there there is a difference between a, a psychic read and a mediumship read and a mediumship read for those who don't know is when we're engaged in a read and someone who has crossed over or who has passed away they come through and we deliver a message a psychic read for the most part has to do with the individual in front of you and predominantly some of the things that are going on in their life. And so the distinction in that, um, with me, and you've heard on up other episodes that I have, or I refer to this as um, um, a shift in consciousness or a suspension of critical thinking. And so I'm not taken away from tarot cards. There is a synchronicity that falls, and tarot card readers are effective but per average, they're not psychic readers. And that's the difference. So, and, and I think there's a lot of confusion in what we would refer to as the open market. And so when you have a tarot card read, 
Um, it could be the symbolisms, it can be, and so yeah, the symbolisms can be relevant to a person's life. The issue is that if I'm engaged in a conversation, I'm still in biofeedback. So I'm talking to a person and I'm actually getting information, so to speak, and kind of that's reverberating back to my client. A psychic read is a little different. A psychic read, though cards are in front of me, the preference is that the client says nothing. And what I want them to do is if they're coming for a particular thing, I ask them to hold on to that. Because I believe in spirit. So my connection, my belief system, I'm a big believer in God. I'm a Christian background and that's the way that is. And so I don't come from a Wiccan background or pagan or anything like that. I, I come from the other component of it would be metaphysical. And so um, I'm a huge believer in consciousness and a, and a believer in spirit. So that's where I'm at. And so my preference is that uh, the reason I don't want to have initial dialogue with a client is because I believe that spirit knows what they need. I don't. And so my idea is that I make myself available to channel that information for that person. And then I just ask, um, at the end of the read, if certain things weren't covered, then let's address that and we'll have dialogue. And so that's where I found my niche, so to speak, that works for me. So in that process, um, where, you know, I mean, throw some tarot cards, cards really aren't speaking, nothing's happening, but yet some information is coming. It's, and here's how I gauge it. It's, it's particular to the client. My question initially in the read is that if you could respond to the best of your ability by either yes or no, that would really help me out. And so I'm trying to get my hits from spirit and not from my client. Because a lot of times, even a client will come, they, they really don't know their question. They think they do. They, they really don't know their question. They really don't know their situation. That's why they're coming for clarity. And so anyway, the point being, so the spirit's coming through, um, there's yes and knowing and all that stuff. And so, okay, we're getting the hits, it's working. Per average, once again, psychically, it has to be particular to my client. That's how you know you're in a psychic read, not something general that can be attributed to anyone. You know, this has to be very particular to my client. So names. You know, okay, the name David. Oh, that's my husband or that's my son. Okay, I'm on to something. And then it starts unfolding from there. So um, so that read takes on. Then what happens, there's what I would call a shift. And as I'm engaged in a psychic read, there's another shift. And you can, I'll call it an energy. And you can feel another energy present. And by that energy, it gives me an indication if it's male, female, and the association it has. But that's still in the backdrop. That isn't voiced yet. So I'm I'm assessing that. Then that's how I know I'm about to engage in a mediumship encounter. And so my reads are a little different because there's lead in. So if I'm if you and I are talking and we're talking about you're gonna move, you know, say nothing, I say, Hey, I see you have a move coming and that's next month, you know. And you're like, Yeah. That's okay, don't tell me anything. And so you're deciding whether you should take this job or not, basically. And concerned about housing seems to be the problem. You know, money doesn't seem to be the problem, but it's a thing with vicinity and work. Okay, so we're talking that out. But at the same note, um, I, in my inside voice, I'll refer to it as, I have, I have grandma here. But 
she isn't validated yet. So I'm talking to my guides, getting some validation for them. And so my lead in, you know, we're talking about this job, this possible move and all this stuff. And then as that's coming to a conclusion, then it may be something as simple as, hey, um, you and your grandma on your father's side, you guys are really close. And normally the client's like, yeah, it's strange you would say that. And then I normally laugh as they make me laugh because they give me something really lighthearted average. Uh, and then it's something like, um, so you and your grandmother used to fish <laughs> and we're both laughing and they're not even really connected yet. Like they, they still think they're in psychic mode. And so, or the client thinks they're still experiencing the psychic energy. And so in a gradual sense, and grandma's given us these tidbits of things. And, you know, there was a swing on a tree on the front, next to the front porch that um, you used to swing in when you guys grew up. And there was uh, whatever attire you would wear. And grandma really liked that. As a matter of fact, you have a picture of it. And now we're getting gradually more into, you know, we're not talking about how she passed away or anything like that. Because I, I normally don't get that initially. Um, so this is some of the procedure, how it starts to unfold. And then I get to the message of grandma. So when you are getting information, mm -hmm. when you're, you're telling me you're getting this information, mm -hmm. I'm curious as just a normal person, cause I'm not a psychic person. I might mm -hmm. have some intuitive Neither things going I, on. Go <laughs> Do you hear this information? Is mm -hmm. it like inside your head, like a voice? Do you see images? Is it all of the above? Is there, can you even put it into words? I don't even know. Yeah. I, this is more of an opinion <clears throat> in reference to what happens to me. Um, that's, a, that's a really good question. I, when you say the word, when a person says the word psychic, mm -hmm. all of our natural senses are backed by what they would call a, a sixth sense or psychic sense. And what happens is most psychics are predominant with a particular sense. You know, clairvoyant, they see. Um, sentience, you know, they, they feel here on and on. So I think where we start to become adherent to that particular sense that's predominant. Mm. If we are a little more broad, then it comes, um, you may see something, you may hear something, you may feel something. Okay. And so you can get the, um, the whole array. And so as that's happening, spirit starts to prioritize in that moment, how does that coincide with my present vibration to deliver the information that needs to be spoken? So I may see something, but I don't have the articulation. Hmm. You know, I, I can see it. I can see an image and it's even known to me, but um, it's the, the vibration isn't there to give it articulation. So I can see an image, but then I'll hear. So then they prioritize, okay, it's better not explaining what I see, but actually speaking what I hear. So does that you, make sense? It, it, it does. Okay. It does. Um, my question, too, I'm just saying this off of something you just said. When you said they mm. prioritize, are you referring to spirit guides? or? Yes. So I have a group, as most of us do, who there's a spirit guides commonly referred to as and they basically orchestrate everything as, as I understand it um, I I don't have a back 
stage pass to those guys. I don't, I don't know the intricacies of what they go through. So I, I just, from a, an empathic feel, it, it feels layered. And I only have access to an aspect of that layer. Though I can feel other things in the backdrop, but I'm I'm not able to make hide nor hair of it. But it, it's as if you can like the foreground and the background like they just come together, and it, it's like this ebb and flow of energy. And so within that ebb and flow, I guess for a visual, you know what the priority is. You may see an array of things, but something intuitively becomes that priority that's conveyed. So with your spirit guides being mentioned, my next question would be in relating to how you discovered you were a psychic. Have you always felt these guides around you? Is this something you had to teach yourself or or learn somehow, you know, how, you know, the word organically, I've heard you use that because this is something you kind of have to figure out on your own. Um, do you believe that people are born psychic? They just stumble in discovered that they are kind of like psychic kids mm. were you a psychic kid mm. um is this something you were aware of your whole life that you had to really hone in on or is this something you came into later in life yeah that yeah these are these are really good questions that unfortunately they don't have a direct answer you know and that's that's some of the beauty of of this we don't each person develops very differently over time um because of what it is, from my observation, it seems as if it's easier to talk about, to um, categorize everything under an umbrella, and therefore it makes for a conversation piece. As far as growing, developing, and being naturally born, sure, I think there's exceptions to every rule. You have some that come into this and they're just up and running without any help whatsoever, and, and however that works. You have others who um, need a training. I'm an advocate of you should train because I, I'm i always trying to watch myself as I say this because I don't want to sound a certain way. But you, um, well, I could just speak my truth as I say. Um, I think you, you have... It, it's almost with some people, some psychics it, it almost seems as if it's almost an air of entitlement it's like my grandmother's mother's mother did this and so consequently i too have it and that gray area starts to become somewhat problematic and i've always said you know like i said like a race car driver aj Foyt, you know it, it doesn't mean his son though his son drives in traffic it doesn't mean he's going to be a NASCAR driver, Daytona, Michael Jordan, a basketball player, doesn't mean one of his children are going to consequently win championships. I don't think it works that way. I, I think, yes, I I had encounters since I was a kid and all that stuff, um, but it's one when I focused and actually trained and this became a priority, then it shifted and changed. This wasn't a secondary thing I did on the side. It wasn't something that was of curiosity or a hobby. I actually paused my life and focused predominantly on this. I wasn't making any money. I wasn't doing anything. It was rough. That's a story within itself. But um, I, I saw myself progressing. Mm -hmm. And so, and anyone out there listening is if you're in that spot. Um, so you're not, 
really, you're not yet validated. You're still having experiences and you're trying to figure out who you are in the midst of all of this. Hmm. So you're reading material, but it's kind of like, oh, that doesn't really resonate with me, but this is the only thing I have, so I'll try it. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, if that doesn't work, then you're into discovery mode again. So I tried to find as many people as I possibly could. And, um, you know, I laughed because back in the day when phones were on the wall, um, my greatest expense was my phone bill. Because I was calling people. <laughs> I would have three, $400 phone bill. People were like, that's outrageous. Who are you talking to? You know, it was back then, man. They would get you, you know. And so, you know, I, I'm calling people and bugging them. And then I'm, so, yeah, I, I it, we used to call it reckless abandonment. So that was the route I had gone. So as a child, though, you knew you were different. I, I knew, but as most parents and with their kids coming up we just recently did a thing with children you know the kind mm -hmm. of like the psychic kid thing um it's not honed though and that's the big difference you know and you know we we have these experiences happen to us but we haven't learned how to um initiate them so do you feel then that everybody's psychic or just a just a handful of people I mean, I can't say I've had those experiences because I didn't. I, I don't. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. That's a good point. I I don't so know this may where. Just be for well, you. let me just do this. I I don't know where a person's interest is. Mm -hmm. Some things in this arena um, scare people, and that makes sense. That's just wise. Some people um, are able to overcome those things and go a little further. So you know the. I'm, I'll bookend it with a you know I answer it with a question. Where's your where's a person's level of comfort, and their level of understanding? I I affiliate with quite a few spiritual people, but they where they're at is where they're comfortable, and that's fine. My only idea is that um, if that's where you're at, once again, that's fine. But I think it becomes a problem when you present yourself other than where you're at. That, that becomes the problem with clients. and with I, I came from a very serious background. So when I was involved with, I mean, we were dealing with serious situations. I mean, working with detectives and, you know, some politicians and stuff like that. So th these were serious people. And, and I refer to it as these were seasoned clients. And so they weren't the looky-loos just trying to do something curious or they had 30 bucks on them and they wanted to experience a psychic thing. Mm -hmm. They were actually already versed with their um, with an outline, a reference of what this was about. So if you were psychic, then they were expecting a psychic experience, not... Um, You're referring to like your first clients or... The, the first client, yeah, it was very serious. It was... Um, and like they told me when I got involved, not my clients, but the group I was with, they're like, you know, if, if you're not getting hit, they're going to drop you. Right. You know, you need something real and you have to stay, you have to function at that level for, for this to work. Because I personally, in my opinion, don't believe that there are so many psychics out there. I think there's yeah. a handful of real psychic people. Yeah. And I mean, there's limits to everything. There's going to be psychic, you know, different yeah. levels of... of psychic ability so um in your psychic readings have you ever had any negative energies come through yeah that comes with the territory and it's it, almost pollyannic to think that's not going to happen so how did you deal with that i per average i don't my um my guides 
will take care of that, but you still, um, that's almost a topic within itself because it's, it's just the reality of what we do. Those things are there. And you and knew it at I, the time. You, you, you knew know it. it. Now it becomes to what extent. And it becomes, once again, what, what is your level of comfort? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I'm an advocate of, you know, you, you should have, this is when we're getting in the area where it's more than sage and a white candle. This yeah. is becoming something a little different. And when you start to venture into that, um, you should really, it's a benefit for the individual clients or whatever that you become versed. Um, and now say this as well. If, I'll put it as my opinion, if, if a person thinks they can figure this out on themselves, especially dealing with spirits or an entity that's been here since, you know, a millennial walking around and unfortunately may have crossed your path, you, you're, you're really getting into this game um, uh, limited because things are slick and we call it, whether it's an intelligence or an entity, um, I try to keep my vibration at a certain place and I, I just, I don't, I don't entertain that energy, mm-hmm. but I'm, but I'm very cautious about things and things still happen. Uh, you have people actively in pursuit of that and I've seen the end results. Um, and no matter what type of warning, what you say, I mean, the human curiosity, people are still going to be in pursuit of those things and that's fine. But me personally, I'm not in pursuit of that, but yes, things do happen. So do you feel that because because you're a psychic person, um, that certain entities like that are attracted to you? Um, you know, um, well, that's a really good question. I My take on that, it's like that old saying, know thyself. I think if you're susceptible to certain things within your personality... And I've always believed this, and of course you're going to be a little more susceptible to whatever it is those things are interested in, and you know, just in the natural. If you're hanging out with certain people and you're of a certain caliber, but susceptible to certain ideology, then of course you're you're going to gender onto that. So know? how would you know if you were susceptible? Well, that's where the guides come into play, and you're you're always self-reflective. You know, if you're, I believe anyone in this work should have a really healthy inventory of themselves. You want to mm. check your self-esteem. You want to check your attitude. You want, to, you want to have a checklist that's always in play. And that's your registry. So once you deviate from that, then th- that should flag. That something's wrong. Yes, when I, when I come in, you know, or, or whatever, I'm going about my business, and then all of a sudden I feel sad or depressed or angry. Mm. I have to challenge that. Like, why? What? what brought this on and then something may you you get something deceptive oh you're sad because your mom died 20 years ago I'm kind of you know come on man and then you know you're so you're you're going through you should I believe you should have a continuance of a checklist and I think if you're reading people after each read some people sage and all that that's great Mm -hmm. um but like I said I, I I think you really have to have some sort of insightful of things of yourself and I went as far as to ask that I went as far as to have a guy that um, I would connect with just for that reason mm-hmm. to keep that inventory to keep things in checks and balances while the other guys are doing whatever um, so to me that's very important do you ever have any questions that you ask 
your guides <laughs> um, or anything about, you know, the questions we all want to know. Like what happens to us when we die? Yeah, of do course. You, yeah. Do you have those questions yeah, that you course. ask and have yeah. you gotten any sort of information? Of course not. <laughs> no, of course not I mean yeah I, th that's the number one question mm -hmm. you know and um, and illusion with psychism it's like oh you're in the know you know these things it's right. like no I only know what's given right. you know I only and we only have we, we don't have the backstage pass mm -hmm. you know I, I feel things in layers and so I'm only at a particular layer when it comes to the forefront it's like the background and the foreground coming together but, and I think perhaps that's all we really have access to. Then there's a whole nother world You're going the on in the back. You, you, really, the you really are. It's so much going on. Mm -hmm. I don't think we'd be able to process. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking about even a mediumship, even doing a room, how the vibration has to slow down just to get particular information to one person. And you figure you have to come out of that and then go entirely to a different person. So if you're in someone who passed, let's say, automobile, right, and the impact and the energy, and, and if this was recent and spirit may not be able to ground, you know, it's kind of crazy. So you're, you're working through that, you're getting the energy, someone's crying, you're dealing with that. That's over, and now we jump over here, and it's uh, a grandma who passed away peacefully, you know what I yeah. mean? So the energy, there's such yeah. a shift. It's just so individual yes. for all of us. Yes. I, I mean, that's also how I see it as well. Like mm -hmm. for each person that passes away and whatever consciousness, consciousness they're in here physically mm -hmm. is going to determine their experience as they become just pure energy. As they become. Which we're all different, just as our fingerprints are different. Exactly. So our experiences are different. So I'm doing the gallery read, the group read, and, and this is one of the most fascinating experiences I've ever had. And... Um, and I attribute it to, to spirit. It was nothing to do with me. There's no way I could have done this. So a family comes. I didn't know their family. And they're all seated differently. Mm -hmm. And so four people are, are, um, have a common loss. And the fascination is this. So spirit comes through. Now I'm supposed to be the medium, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm supposed to know things. That's right. right. So spirit comes through in the first person. Totally different, too. Um... We finish that. Spirit comes to another person. Um, well, totally different to two people, totally different. The third pe person, totally different. And the fourth. And I, I feel so fortunate to have this experience. So one spirit who has crossed over encounters four people. I did not know they were related. But I was getting a feel like, are you? I said something like, are you guys neighbors or something? Mm -hmm. Or like, mm -hmm. you know, you guys hang out together? Do mm -hmm. you guys know each other? You know, I'm all lost. <laughs> you know, people are like almost giggling. And but here's my point. And different genders and different ages, all within this family. Mm -hmm. So so the the father is literally dealing with each child as he would in the natural. The and father's the spirit. The father is the one who's passed away. He comes through and he deals with the son in a very particular way, as he would a lot. Yeah. You know, he, he's talking about sports and stuff like that. That's why I'm not getting a clue. There's no connect. And so there's a daughter, mm -hmm. and he's talking about about when uh, he taught her how to drive and, and on. And it's just beautiful. And you think, wow, that is so um, individual. And, and so it speaks to us 
um, that we still have a connection and how our connections here in the natural are so individual and particular. Right. You know, and I, and I think that's something to highlight and remember. Like different facets of ourselves. Like if you're a spouse, that relationship is going to be different than to the child. Exactly. Exactly. Just like in the natural and you could... Otherwise, they wouldn't recognize who that yes. was. Yes. Because we are different to different... And then the other thing I want to highlight, um, since we're on the subject, and I think this is important as well, there are some who, from my experience, they've crossed over. And they weren't maybe not the nicest people or whatever mm -hmm. you know they they may have had some particular issues here and you could feel a shift of conscious over there hmm. but when they come through how else do we know them exactly so they signature the attitude right. no one liked that, that makes you know sense. and you people they're they're not you know mm -hmm. totally receptive of that and then we quickly jump to well there was a shift and now we get the um uh I don't know if it's redemption or, or kind like of... Like healing, maybe uh, yeah. something that happened. So people say continuously, if you're so whatever, you know whatever, you know, you get that. It's like, we're still doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but the predominant thing that comes through is connection, love, I'm with you. Um, I think in that state and condition, I've had a lot of loss in my life. Mm -hmm. I would take that over a lottery ticket any day. I, me personally, well, that's, that's me. forever. Love is forever. This yeah. is short lived. Yeah, but yeah. you can feel something happens inside. Something happens to your soul. Something happens to your spirit. All of us have had money to whatever degree, and we've had windfalls, and we, you know, you, you buy whatever. Uh, yeah, those things. And I'm not knocking it. You know, I, hey, you need the green stuff. I get <laughs> it. But I'm just saying, as a choice, what I've seen are people wanting that connection. Um, I've seen people win money, but I've never seen um, anything like I have when connection is made. When a person That's is priceless, it, it really is. It really is. Yeah. Um, so uh, that that's some of the differences in how we go about. Um, and I I also and you know you want to if. if any of you guys even listening, if you're looking to get a read from anyone, you, you should really have an idea of what you're looking for instead yeah. of being told. You, you should really kind of do, Maybe. not necessarily on the reader, because mm -hmm. the reader could be anything, but you, you may have, you may want to explore exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're looking for a psychic read, mm -hmm. then I would ask my reader, are you a psychic reader? Not an intuitive reader, there is a difference. You know, are, are you an advisor? Are you an intuitive reader? Are you a psychic reader? And I would categorize them um, as such. And I, I think um, I don't mind it. Yeah. And I go by word of mouth. If someone tells me they had this wonderful experience, yeah. that to me is more meaningful than if I read an ad or something. Yes. You can put anything you want in there. Yes. But someone's experience yeah. it speaks louder than you know. yeah and and do your research as you would anything else yeah. because um I've, I've seen people go into situations and become disappointed mm -hmm. and then they become the advocate of yeah. this being inauthentic right um and then like any field the inauthenticity r kind of spoils the batch it, you know it, that's always been the problem that's always been a battle for that, you for well, people yeah. that are authentic yeah that's why i was bringing back the word psychic i wasn't trying mm -hmm. to dodge it or duck it yeah you know because we have now it's like advisor intuitive and everyone's staying right. away from that word you know <laughs> well, and i thought yeah. well you know if, if you're not performing on that or at least being forthright 
and you know um but i think yeah yeah definitely word of mouth i would definitely go that route and have an idea of what to look for okay. um in a read so anything else come to mind no actually you've pretty much answered all the questions that i had i, I find you fascinating i think your information is very interesting and um I'm, thank you so much for answering my Yeah, questions. well, thank you for interviewing me, and I appreciate your time. This is different for me. I'm sitting here all nervous. It feels <laughs> like I sound like Mickey Mouse or somebody, <laughs> all nervous and scared. But um, I appreciate you. Hey, everybody, this is Michaud at the Psychic Shack, and I appreciate your time. And once again, check us out on Facebook, the Psychic Shack, on my Facebook, and Intuitive Tarot Card Read. And we will get with you guys on the next episode. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.